am your host, Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey, stressed out, numb, and distracted on autopilot, rinse and repeat. We are meant for more. If you sense that life is supposed to be more than the one you are living today, and you are desperate for a change, but you're not sure how to do it, then stay put because you are in the right place. Every week, I will provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. And welcome back to episode 44 of Wake Up Your Life is Calling. I'm curious, when you were a kid, did you ever read the Choose Your Own Adventure books? Those books were my favorite. So the way if you're not familiar, I will just briefly explain the way that they work is you would, you know, their books, obviously, and you would begin reading the story until it got to a certain inflection point in the story. And then you would have a few options that you could choose from a few different decisions that you could decide between, essentially giving you the opportunity to put yourself in the shoes of the character and decide which way you wanted the story to go you would get to decide what to do next. And then you would just turn to the page that it told you to turn to if you know, making whatever decision you chose to make, and you'd keep reading and you would see how the story would unfold down the path that you chose. Essentially, you step into the role of the main character and you get to make decisions about what actions to take and see how the story ends based on the decisions that you made. And the best part, in my opinion, was that you could go back and read the book again, make different choices and see how it would end had you done things differently. So fun, right? I loved these books and I still think about them all of the time. The truth is, we are all writing the book of our life and In many ways, it is a choose your own adventure. Making decisions is the most powerful thing that you do in your life, particularly decisions that are related to how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. Your destiny is determined by your decisions. And your life is just a series of connected decisions. So in many ways, similar to habits, you make decisions and then your decisions make your life. So question, what decisions have you made in the course of your life that have been the most pivotal? These are typically decisions like who you married and where you live and what job or line of work you're in, all the way down to the relationships 
that you have decided to invest in or the relationships that maybe you've decided not to invest in. Because these are the decisions that determine how we spend our time and who we are spending our time with. If I had to guess, I would say that many or maybe most of these pivotal decisions that you have made in the past, and now you're just living out the consequences of those decisions for better or for worse. Now, here's what I really want you to think about. If you had the opportunity to make many or any of those pivotal decisions again, would you choose differently? I have been divorced for five years now. And although getting divorced sucks for, of course, a variety of reasons, it was honestly the best decision that I have ever made. And I have often thought that one of the quote unquote gifts of divorce is the opportunity to re-decide my life. Once I made that decision to go back and undo basically that decision, suddenly everything was on the table for reconsideration. Once we get to a certain age, we stop asking what we want, don't we? We stop imagining different outcomes for our life. We stop making pivotal decisions and taking massive action. We stop taking risks and we stop betting on ourselves. We simply settle into the decisions that we have made in the past and we live those old decisions out for the rest of our days. And what I want to offer is that it doesn't have to be that way. Your life is a choose your own adventure. You get to decide and continually redecide what you want your life to look like. So, how do you do that? Where do you start? Well, I'm going to share with you an exercise that I often do with my clients to jumpstart their thinking in this direction. So here is how it goes. Imagine that you live to 100 years old and subtract your current age from 100. So this is how many years that you have remaining, right? This is how many years you have left to live. So now we need to answer the question that Mary Oliver so famously penned, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? Or at least the remaining 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your one wild and precious life. So what are the top three, four, or maybe even five things that you want most in your life. Imagine that you're at the end of your life. And what are the top three or four or five things that you want to be able to look back on and to have experienced or accomplished or obtained? 
Sometimes when we are out of practice thinking this way, it helps to just start writing. Make a list of as many things as you can think of without editing yourself. It can be big things. It can be small things. Use your imagination and imagine as many outcomes as you can come up with. They don't have to be realistic, my friend, and you don't have to know how that you could ever do this thing. Just start writing. Just practice using your imagination for good. Then once you have begun to imagine these things for yourself, then narrow the list and prioritize the top three to five things that you want most. And then write them out in the present tense. So I did this exercise and I made this list for myself back in 2020. And I'm going to share with you what I came up with. So I have five things on my list and I wrote them out in the present tense. And so my five things are, I am in the best physical shape of my life and I maintain it without struggle. Number two, I am married to the man of my dreams. Number three, I am a life coach earning multiple six figures. Number four, I have a close and connected relationship with both of my kids. And number five, I spend January through March at the beach every year. So those are my things. What is on your list? Once you have it, think about what you did yesterday and write down how you spent your time. And then ask yourself how much of your time was spent in service to these things that you want most. What about this past week or this past month or even this past year? How much of your time are you spending in service to the future that you want to create? The sad truth is that most people aren't spending their time on the things that they want most. And when you aren't spending your time in alignment with what is most important to you, that will drain you of your energy and excitement towards your life. So how can you change it? How can you begin to spend more time on the things and the people and the relationships that are most important to you? How can you make small shifts that will move you towards alignment with these things that you want most? Well, today we're going to talk about just one easy way that will make a big impact. And that is to practice saying no more often. Most of us allow our time to be hijacked by our inability to say no. We struggle with saying no for a million reasons, right? We want to be helpful. We want to be caring and considerate. We want to be liked and we don't want to be perceived as selfish. 
while this is understandable, my friend, because it is so human of us, it's not acceptable if you are committed to living in integrity. Once you know what your top three to five priorities are for your life, the small handful of things that matter the most to you, then those things become your filter for putting everything on your calendar. All kinds of things and people will clamor for your attention. Invitations and interruptions will come at you from all directions. How you handle these things, the decisions that you make about your time will determine your ability to move closer to the things and the people on your list. You have to be relentless about staying focused on what matters most. When you say yes to something, you have to understand what you're saying no to. Saying yes to your top priorities should be your primary focus. The bottom line is that if we can't learn to save our yeses for only things that are in pursuit of the life we want to create, then we'll never create it. So my friend, what decision can you make this week that will move you closer to the future that you want to create? How can you practice saying no to free up time and space so that you can say yes to the life that you want? That is what I have for you this week. I hope that it's been helpful. If it has, would you please consider sharing it with someone who could use the message? Until next time, I will be here cheering you on and I hope to see you back again very soon. 